The Listen Local Show, featuring songs from bands performing in San Diego this week. Made possible by Lloyd Pest Control with support from Dioro Mine Company, Gig Town, Berkeley Sound, Kale Ukulele, Troubadour Magazine, and Zen Mastering. Every Thursday on ListenLocalRadio.com. Here, San Diego, here. Get this place gone, gotta pack my stuff, gotta load it up, gotta let it go. Cause there ain't no words and I'm tired. All I got is my guitar, won't get me very far. Probably further than my truck, cause it's leaking bad. But I know that I gotta drive that bitch until she dies. Cause I can't stay here and I can't go home. And I know I've been wrong and I know that I've been had. So I, I know that I must be gone. And I'm holding on better Thank God that I've been saved Cause I, I know that in my old days I would have told you to your face Watch you spin and make you feel the same Oh Lord, now that it's sinking in Like looking at a picture of you smiling It starts to dip now I am folded, I've been wasted, cause I am sin. Now I don't care about my. Last night, try to make it feel like you were never here, you were never mine, you were never anywhere nearby, but I couldn't drink enough, though I tried to check my phone about a thousand times, and I know I've been wrong tonight. So I, I know that I must move on Cause I can't forget I've been holding on to nothing Thank God that I've been saved Cause I, I know that in my old days I would have told you everything To watch you squirm and make you feel it Oh, have mercy Get my head on, gotta get moving, gotta get this place gone, gotta pack my stuff, gotta load it up, gotta let it go. Cause there ain't no words and I'm tired. All I got is my guitar, won't get me very far, probably farther than my luck, cause it's running out. But I know that I gotta drive that bitch until she dies. Cause I can't stay here, I can't go home. And I know that I've been wrong tonight. So I, I know that I must be gone Cause I can't forget And I'm holding on to nothing But thank God that I've been saved Cause I, I know that in my old ways I would have showed you everything To watch you squirm and make you feel it Jamie O'Connor on the Listen Local Radio Show The song Make You Feel This Starting us off on this Thursday, February 2nd Welcome to February, ladies and gentlemen My name's Catherine Beeks I'm your host, 
this and every Thursday. Introducing you to the bands performing in San Diego the week ahead. Jamie O'Connor's band Hucklebuck Squaw will be performing at Hennessy's tonight, Thursday, February 2nd. That's a free show. Don't miss it. As always, big love to our sponsors for making this show possible. Lloyd Pest Control, Halle Ukulele, Dioro Mine Company, Gig Town, Berkeley Sound, San Diego Troubadour Magazine, and Zen Mastering. We love those folks for loving the San Diego music scene. All right, Friday, February 3rd in San Diego finds the Skylar Lutz Band performing at Dioro Mine Company on that tiny stage at 8 p.m. free show. We'll start this set with one by Skylar Lutz Band, starting off the set of tunes by those performing Friday in San Diego. Thinking about you And how 
Yeah. 
your message on the telephone How long you'll hang around here is anybody's guess A day or two, then you'll be gone
Don Mitchley on the Listen Local radio show, her song Lamplighter. You can catch Don live this Friday, February 3rd at the Bridges at Rancho Santa Fe. Before that, we heard Emily Drew, her song Salty Skin. Emily is hosting an event on Friday night called Mantra Community Night at Mantra Yoga and Juice in Carlsbad. There's going to be an open mic and they've got a cool community building vibe happening. Before that, we heard California Rain by Clay Colton Band. They'll be playing the happy hour Hootenanny at the Belly Up on Friday. We heard I've Been There by Darius Degger. It's first Friday with Darius at the Roxy Encinitas on Friday. And we started off that set with Shoot Me Down by Skylar Lutz Band, who you can catch at 8 p.m. in Spring Valley at Dioro Mine Company. My name's Catherine Beeks, your host this and each week, introducing you to the bands performing the week ahead in San Diego. I'm a little hoarse today as I was finishing up some vocals on The Ordeals. Next release over there at Berkeley Sound last night, doing some caterwauling. So having trouble speaking today. Thank you for your patience. Let's check in with Scott from On Point Promotions up in North County to find out what's going on this week. Scott, please fill us in. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Clayton with On Point Promotions, and here's our weekly update. Thursday, February 2nd, open mic at Aztec Brewery in Vista. Dustin Jake at the Corner Draft House in San Diego. Pseudo playing alternative rock covers at the First Street Bar in Encinitas. Friday, February 3rd, Mark Righteous and Alonzo Vargas at the First Street Bar in Encinitas. Synergy Reggae Band at Aztec Brewery in Vista. Polly Roots at the Corner Draft House in San Diego. Saturday, February 4th, Superwave Surf Band at First Street Bar in Encinitas. Saturday, February 4th, Evan Diamond at the Corner Draft House in San Diego. Monday, February 6th, Open Mic at Mr. Peabody's Encinitas. And Tuesday, February 7th, Open Mic at First Street Bar in Encinitas. Thank you, Scott Clayton. All right, Saturday, February 4th, the world premiere of 66 and Nowhere. This is an independent film shot completely here in San Diego by two San Diego filmmakers, and they used a soundtrack comprised of all San Diego artists. The film debuts this Saturday afternoon at the Kin, and afterwards there's a big concert with a lot of the bands whose music was featured in the film, including Tori Rose and the Hot Mess. We're going to start off with one from them, followed by more songs from more bands playing in San Diego on Saturday, February 4th. The world is trying to play. 
Night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in the sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me When I'm alone and blue as can be Dream a little dream of me Stars fading but I linger on dear Still craving your kiss I'm longing to linger till dawn dear Just saying this Sweet dreams till sunbeams find you Sweet dreams that leave all worries behind you But in your dreams, whatever they be Dream a little dream of me
Suddenly, 
That was Old Grey by Manganista on the Listen Local Radio Show. That band playing along with Unsteady this Saturday, February 4th at the Blonde Bar on Washington Street in Mission Hills. The show's 21 up and there is a $5 cover. Before that, we heard Everything Undone, their song Standing in Line. Catch that band live at Soma on Saturday. Queen of Rock and Roll by The Sinners. They'll be playing the Salty Frog Bar at 10 p.m. on Saturday. We heard Etta May by Give Me Back My Wig, that band playing at Dioro Mine Company, 8 p.m. on Saturday. We heard Dream a Little Dream by Liz Grace and the Swing Thing. They're playing Valley View Casino on Saturday, February 4th. You can also catch them Sunday, February 5th at the Coronado Ferry Landing, performing as Three Chord Justice. Liz Grace killing it in all of her bands. We heard Gotta Survive by Ryan Hiller. He'll be performing at the Carnitas Snack Shack at the Embarcadero at 1 p.m. on Saturday. And we started off that set with Turbulence by Tori Rose and the Hot Mess. You can hear Tori and the band, along with other great bands, fresh off the soundtrack from 66 and Nowhere, that film premiering this Saturday, February 4th at the Kin. Stay tuned to the end of this show for a little interview I did with the filmmakers. You can check out the video right there at listenlocalradio.com. My name is Catherine. I'm your host. This and each week, my pleasure to introduce you to these hardworking bands outperforming in San Diego. I know that there is some sort of a sporting event happening Sunday, February 5th. But if that's not your bag, we've got some amazing music happening out and about. For instance, Nina Francis will be at Sheldon's service station on Sunday. We're going to start this set of Sunday songs with one by Nina. Half past six, misty air. We got no rest, but we didn't care Sleepy eyes, tangerine sky One moment to spend it in time I said, I won't stay up all Take it slow Car lights flash Fogged up glass Pour up the engine Push on the gas I said stop You said no Let's go, 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 go Take me home. 
Baby, I can't lie to you Not even if I wanted to It's just part of what you do to me Girl, you strip me down to honesty And I, I just can't sleep One more night without you lying right here with me Oh, but I To make up your mind So I'm sitting here Checking my phone Feeling all exposed And all alone And I wait for you to tell me things Just to let me know I'm not imagining That we, we could be real So come on baby, just tell me how you feel Oh, but I To make up your mind No, no, no No, no, no No, 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 no No, 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 no J.T. Mooring for San Diego Folk Heritage and Listen Local Radio. Thank you. 
Our show this week happens Saturday in Carlsbad and features The Fire, a Celtic instrumental ensemble featuring some fine musicians and showmanship. David Brewer is a crazy man who plays bagpipes, whistles, and the Bodron drum. Rebecca Lomnicki is a world-class fiddler in the Scottish tradition, and Adam Henley holds things together on guitar and bouzouki. David and Rebecca have played for us before and have given us a really engaging show.
That was The Very Last Straw by The Fire, who played the Pilgrim Church in Carlsbad this Saturday evening, February 4th, for San Diego Folk Heritage. Details at sdfolkheritage.org, where I've also posted a bunch of new shows through the springtime, including the Celtic string duo Alistair Fraser and Natalie Haas, one of our most popular shows, plus my new favorite songwriter, John Craigie, local talents Nathan and Jesse, and British banjo maniac Dan Walsh. I hope to see you out there at one of these shows. Till next time, this is JT Mooring wishing you sunny skies and starry nights from San Diego Folk Heritage and Listen Local Radio. Thank you, JT Mooring. Folks, make sure and go catch the fire on Saturday night. Before JT's segment, we heard You Still Need Me by King Taylor Project. They're going to be at the Lafayette Hotel at noon on Sunday, February 5th. We heard Be Mine by Sophia Alone. She'll be performing at Mama's Bakery and Deli at 1 p.m. on Sunday. And we started off that set with Up All Night by Nina Francis, who you can hear at Sheldon's Service Station on Sunday, February 5th. My name is Catherine Beeks. So happy you joined me this week. Hope that you share the show with your friends who are interested in live music and where they can find it. And of course, just because the weekend's over doesn't mean live music is. Monday, February 6th, you can catch Darcy Carlson Band at 8 p.m. at the Dioro Mine Company. We're going to chat with Darcy after this set of songs by bands that you can hear Monday through Thursday, February 6th through 9th in San Diego. Darcy, take it away.
catch a train and ride When I get to California and I got nowhere to go Just make me down a pallet on the floor I said make me down a pallet on the floor Make me down a pallet on the floor Make it soft, make it low So my good gal she don't know Just make me down a pallet on the floor
That was John Campos and the Incurables, their song, I Can See Clearly. John and Drew of the band will be playing at Mother's Saloon at 8 p.m. on February 8th for Acoustic Wednesdays, brought to you by Gale Force Productions and Gig Town. Rumor has it, Boogie Magazine will also be in the house for that one, so check it out. Before that, we heard Palette by Gemini Junction. They'll be playing Tuesday, February 7th at the North County Bluegrass and Folk Club at the Round Table Pizza on East Washington in Escondido. And we started off that set with Release Me by Darcy Carlson. She and the band will be in Spring Valley on Monday at the Dioral Mine Company. We're going to get Darcy on the phone right now, try and find out a little bit more about her. Stand by. This is Darcy. Hey, Darcy, it's Catherine Beeks. How you doing? Hi, good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, thank you for taking my call. First of all, for my listeners, this is Darcy Carlson from the Darcy Carlson Band. Hello. And girl, um, I'm loving your music. Your voice is amazing, and we're really looking forward to you coming to Spring Valley. I just wanted to get some information about you. First of all, where are you from? I'm from Seattle, Washington, and more specifically, it's a little town right south of Seattle. It's called White Center. Okay. And I'm born and raised, third generation. My family's a... Uh, from Seattle White Center and Cleelum, uh, actually, across the mountain. So wow. Been up there for a while. Cool. Yeah. And uh, are you from a musical family? You know, that's pretty funny. Um, I've heard that I've had um, some grandparents and uncles that played music, but I honestly learned music because my dad and all his buddies and brothers would get drunk around the campfire and <laughs> chunk around on a guitar, and I thought they were so good as a little girl. Right. And, uh, it turns out, my, you know, my dad is probably one of my biggest inspirations, but it turns out he's not so great of a guitar player and just uses a hobby. But when I was a little girl, man, I thought he was the best. Oh, that's um, so awesome. But yeah, I mean, not really. They're not really that musical, but they love music. I mean, I was raised, you know, listening to Hank Jr. and Waylon and the Poncho and Lefty record in my dad's garage. Right. One of the first songs I remember hearing is LaGrange from ZZ Top. Oh, my nice. Dad. So, yeah. in a sense of musical appreciation, like, huge in my for sure. And and so tell me about your band. Who do you play with? So um, I, it, you know, it's called the Darcy Carlson Band. Um, I write the songs and I have um, a few different lineups, but I do have some solid players that are my favorite that I'm taking out on the road right now. We actually, this is our, this is our official first day of tour right now, but um, Congrats. I have uh, my girl Heather Thomas, who's a total Seattle triple threat, and she's known in the Seattle music community pretty well for her drumming skills and She's also a fantastic songwriter, singer, and ukulele player, believe it or not. Yay! <laughs> I know, she's awesome. So I, I, get, the, um, I get the pleasure of ha- uh, having her on the tour. Um, she's a kick-ass drummer. Um, then I have my dude, Danny Boitler. Um, he's my lead guitar player. Um, he's been playing with me for like three years now, and um, he's pretty kick-ass. Um, he's super into Bruce Springsteen and whatnot, and he goes pretty wild on stage. Nice. So I love him. And then I got my uh, main guy, uh, Dan Infecto. Uh, he's my bass player. He does a stand-up and electric bass on this run. Nice. And uh, he's played in every musical project I've really had, um, which is pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, I got a good team going out on the road. Sounds like it. Awesome. I'm to show you guys. Very cool, Darcy. So, um, we played one of your songs already, so, I mean, folks know, you know, what you sound like, but how do you describe your music, and, and what would you tell people to, uh, you know, inspire them to come see you? You know, it's funny that you say that. I've, um, I've been coined as outlaw country, which is uh, nothing that I ever really set out to do. Um, I've always kind of just played what I wanted to play and write what I wanted to write. I mean, um, a lot of people probably don't know that my first bands were always punk rock bands. Okay. And um, 
I had an all-girl band, the Dolly Rottens, for a long time, and actually Heather, my drummer, played in that as well. And um, I just decided to kind of get back to my country roots and play more Americana and roots-style music a few years ago. And it just kind of happened naturally, and that was what ended up happening with Release Me and that record. And, you know, I'm proud of it, but I don't necessarily consider it completely outlaw country. I just think what I do is um, it's, it's rock influence. Right. There's country, there's roots, there's Americana, but it's um, it definitely has a Northwest edge to it because those were, you know, I was raised on grunge and punk. So sure, sure. I'm excited to share it with everyone because it's not your traditional honky-tonk set. Right. It is high energy. Um, it gets a little jammy, you know, in some parts. Cool. We'll, we'll jam on solos for a while. Yeah. I think it's a really good time. I think a lot of different people can enjoy that music if, you, if you're into different genres. You know, specific country. Right. Yeah, it, it appeals to everybody. So cool. I think Spring Valley is going to love that. Uh, have you been to uh, Dior Mine Company before? No, I never have. And I'll tell you what. Being in uh, Oregon right now, where it's like below 30 degrees, yeah. we are really excited to get down there. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've got a, we've got a little cold spell hitting us again, but like today it's it's seventy up here already in the sunshine. It's beautiful. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. Cold spell. So where is your tour? <laughs> where, yeah, where is your tour taking you? Uh, today you kicked off. Where where are you going? We are going to Medford, Oregon, um, and then we go all the way down to um, Austin, Texas, for the Ameripolitan Music Awards. We're down there for about four days. Fun. Um, and then we have, we actually go to Puerto Penasco, Mexico. That's as far south as we're going. Okay. And, um, yeah, our friends uh, in Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, they have a bar down there called Banditos that we're going to play, which would be really fun. Awesome. Um, then we go to New Orleans for a few days, and we come back up and around from Little Rock and Oklahoma, and then back up through the high desert and Albuquerque and Arizona. So it'll be a good run. We're staying south, staying sunny. We want that warm weather. I hear you, girl. All right. Well, have a fantastic time. We will see you on Monday, right? February 6th? Yeah, Monday. I think we're starting around like 6 or 7 o'clock. All right. At Mine Company. So we're excited. We'll see you guys all there. We love it. We'll see you there, Darcy. Have a great trip and drive safe out there. Hey, thanks, son. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right, friends. As promised, I'm going to play you the audio from the interview I did with Chad Boyer and Eric McClanahan the director and writer-producer of 66 and Nowhere, the local film debuting this Saturday, February 4th. Hope to see you there. Hope to see you anywhere out and about supporting live music this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsors for supporting the show. Please go out and give them some love. And until next week, we'll see you at a show. Chad Boyer. Uh, Chad is the producer. Eric, the writer-director of the film 66 and Nowhere. That's going to be February 4th is the big date, right? Yep, that's the day. So congratulations, first of all, guys. Thank Thanks. you. So uh, thank an incredible you. effort. I know that you guys started it back in 2014. Yep. And uh, filmed entirely in San Diego. That's great. And did you have uh, you know, trouble finding locations? And, and uh... not, not in the slightest. Uh, for, I've been in San Diego for 14 years. Chad, you've been here. My whole life. Yeah. And... Uh, he already brought a wealth of locations to the table when he and I started kicking this movie around in a bar in 2013. 13. Okay. And yeah. And uh, he's like, I know these spots. They're picaresque. We can put them on camera. We can right. blow people's minds with the atmospheres. We can capture in San Diego. And then, oh, as we kept making the film and we would discover we would need new locations, 
we always managed to find it. And if we didn't know it off the top of our heads alone, we met some people who just had the, the best ideas. And yeah. we have great location scouts. Yeah. And how did you... It's funny how sometimes a location can inspire the movie. <laughs> How did you cast it? Um, it's got, what a great cast. Um, how, did you? Are these friends of yours, or did you do an open casting? Well, we did an open casting at Till 2 Club. Till 2 Club was our casting room. And uh, we did two open calls via Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we got, we got lucky because, you know, San Diego is not exactly a hotbed of acting activity. Right. And, it's not really uh, known for it. Not, that, you know. not yet. Not yet, right. We only had... Uh, Five uh, girls auditioned for the key Veronica role. Wow! And you know, some of them weren't very good. Okay. And you know, all of them, uh, except Veronica, except Carol Morrow, who just came in and we're she like, was Veronica. Are you precisely? Yeah. Oh, That's my goodness. Crazy. You know. That's why I thought maybe you wrote the story around her. <laughs> oh, it was just. She was I just, wish I could take credit for that. That would be fantastic. That was amazing. Yeah. So, what was the impetus of the story? Um, well, it was all Chad's idea. Chad uh, has, for a long time, wanted to make a baby. Okay. And uh, a film baby. Sure. And we got to talking um, one day in the bar, as all great ventures <laughs> begin. Yep. And I mentioned that I'd written for the stage. And he said, you want to write a film? Yeah, a film. He's like, I want to make a film. Yeah. And uh, we already knew an actor at the time. Okay. Uh, Frankie Corrales. Right. He's amazing. He's so amazing in right. this film. He had just started acting. He had just completed, I think, a six-month or one-year course. Mm-hmm. And he Get was... Out. He was... It, he, this is the beginning of his career. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, and yeah. so we decided we were going to make a movie. We're like, let's put Frankie in the thing. Yeah. You know, the kid stays in the picture. Yeah. And the we cast around him, and the story developed organically as... Uh, over a couple of you know, script meetings, we talked about you know punch up the beginning. Let's get some middle. Let's you know let's yeah. give this character some more depth, and everything just kind of kept happening. It's good, you know. We took we took the a movie called Detour, and that's you know loosely. It's, they had a framework of a film about a guy who has to go across country and meets a, a femme fatale. And, but it was really thin. It was only like 61 minutes long. Made in 1945. Okay. You know, and it didn't really have much of a front end. It didn't have a middle section, a twisty thing. It didn't have... The, the ending was... <laughs> You know, it would have been good in 1945, but people wouldn't okay. accept the, the ending. <laughs> the, uh, the first treatment of the script, um, I just updated the language, and one of the things, one of the recurring themes was that people would say on camera, uh, this isn't 1945, this, wasn't, this isn't going to work. <laughs> right. It was very self-referential. It was, oh, it was yeah. meta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we, writing is rewriting, sure. right? And, and Eric just kept hammering at it, you right. know, and uh, tightening it up. And then we added the griff, the central twisting uh, scene, you know, that kind of splits it. And then we put the, the ending, which is more of a traditional ending. You know, the twisty, you don't expect it. In fact, we got three twists at the end. I, right. You know, Sixth Sense yeah, style, you want to really you know, fine, confound yeah. people Tough today. So, I saw the... Uh, First cut. First you saw cut. that first cut. Okay, and and how much has changed so, since then? Quite a bit, really? actually. Yeah, yeah. We've been working on it for I don't know six, seven months since. We've done additional, a lot of additional filming. You had, you saw it had 
you know, scene 256. Yeah. You know, when right. I put that, that in there. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. all that's filled course, in yeah. and in, in more editing and... It was really neat to see that, by the way. I'd never seen a first cut, so it was it was interesting as a, a hobby filmmaker myself to, to watch the process, and it was really cool. That's We'd never seen a first cut. Really exactly. Before, but, you know, this right. entire experience is everything we did, we've done for the first time. Yeah. And we did it because we love movies. Yeah. And that's why we made the film. Yeah. And to see... You know, when we had our first scene done, when we shot our first scene, oh my goodness, the louds and high fives and, and back padding that occurred that day. I'm sure. Well, we, <laughs> just, we it was the greatest accomplishment of our careers right. at that point, and we just watched it over and over again. And fun. And, and, <laughs> wait, so, so we fun. had never made a movie before, and yet we did the final scene of the movie is the first scene we shot. Just the the, the death scene. That's I mean, awesome. that, we shoot that. It's like Lord of the Rings. I mean, I know that when I was watching it they shot into Mordor is when they first began right. Elijah Wood you know yeah it, but it's the way it has to go if you're going to be able to hit your scheduling and yeah. you know this is where people can be sure. on set and sure. so you film the penultimate or final scene even that first day and you know oh fantastic uh, so um you guys brought a clip for us today Yes, we did. Set that up for us and we'll show it. It's the coffee shop scene. It's the co it's day 2. No, day 2. Day 3. The night of day? No, day three. It's day three. Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> this is the scene. We thoroughly rehearsed this scene, myself and Frankie and Carol, and it's the moment that they're getting to know each other, but they're also lying through their teeth to one another. Right. And the chemistry that is immediately recognizable when these two sit across the table from each other and the electricity that crackles between them it is, it's a pivotal scene in the film, it's a pivotal moment in the filmmaking progress, right. and it was a pivotal moment in their relationship as people and actors, and it still gives me chills when I see it. Yeah, there's some sparks in the sparring, and, and filmed at the Antique Row Cafe, oh, if right. anyone knows that on Adam's that, Avenue, in all its glory, and, uh, and and they really, they play off well. That's perfect. One another way. All right, let's check it out. So where is he? Where is? Barkley, the man whose car you've stolen. The man whose name you used when you introduced yourself. He's dead, isn't he? He's... I met him at a camp in the desert. He'd been drinking, all manner of drugs. He's playing with a gun. He's dead. Hmm. That's unfortunate. It was an accident, I swear. An accident. So you figured, why not take his car and his money? Who could possibly know an old kook drifting through the desert? Kook? See, you did spend some time with him. Yes. Except I didn't shoot him in the face like an ungrateful coward. So let's talk about the soundtrack. I'm uh, honored. My my band from mm -hmm. the 2000s is honored mm -hmm. to be among uh, the the incredible lineup list of musicians and bands is amazing. So how did you pick the soundtrack? Uh, well, I mean, a huge huge fan of San Diego music. I yeah. mean, and there's so many great bands that I think you're going unrecognized, certainly for what they're worth. Sure. And um, you know, the thing about a movie. At least the movies I like, they gotta have a great soundtrack. Absolutely. I mean, Pulp Fiction? I think that's like 75% of that's what's yeah. happening on. It gives you. You know? Yeah. And um, we used the music, I mean, a little 
little bit of a crutch. Yeah. I mean, it had to get us through sections, and you know, when sure. we would not be able to negotiate certain zones, we couldn't fly all over the country to go do those shootings. So we had to have a compelling piece of art in the music. Right. Help our images be so much stronger. And uh, and then just, you know, I was, you know, we've both been in bands, and so, you know, I played for you in your open mic with Neil McPherson and... Uh, At the Coaster you know, Saloon? Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Back in the day. Coasters, right. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we just knew a lot of bands and they came together and, um, you know, it's funny because in our initial interview we had recorded something where we talked about what we were going to be doing. This is in May of 2014. We were trying to come up with the sizzle reel to raise money on GoFundMe and we, we talked about all the bands we were going to get. Oh, and we got those bands, including like say Transfer, who I didn't right. know those guys. I knew right. of them, but you know, you helped me with them. Sure. We got them, and we put together, I think, just a A list of yeah. San Diego music talent. That's awesome. So we're excited. Cool. All right, so let's talk about the the big party on February fourth. It starts at one o'clock. So there's a, for the first showings at one. Is it just one showing? One showing. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, at the Ken. At the Ken Landmark Cinema. Ken. It's great. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about uh, how do you get tickets and. Uh, well, eventbrite.com, okay. we have a link um, where you can go and you can purchase the tickets. They're $20, okay. and that's going to get you into the film. You starts at 1 p.m. There's going to be uh, red carpet, photographers, we will be dressed to the nines. Nice. Step and repeat banner, you know, you take your pictures. We're, we're going to really try and channel all the Hollywood San Diego can handle. Blitz and glamour. I, I should say real quickly, if they want to get tickets, you can go to also 66andnowhere.com, right. which has a link uh, to the Eventbrite website, but it's more memorable probably than Eventbrite. Maybe. Gotcha. So, Excellent. Um, sure. And then, uh, uh, then we will be screen. We will we will speak of the film, you and I, prior to the screening. Okay. And then we'll watch the film together. And nice. then we head next door to the Ken Club. I hear there's a big party happening. Yeah, we've about got that, uh, some of the bands from the soundtrack. We've got uh, Sunday Hustle, uh, XIV. We've got Jesse LaMonica, Tori Rose, Novels, the Hot Mess. Uh, right, yeah, Jason Hanna, yeah. Bullfighter. So it's it's a nice four bands. I don't the bands say that they've never played together. So nice. we think it's uh, you know a great opportunity to catch those bands. I mean, it's twenty dollars to go see a movie, see four bands. I mean, I think the bands alone were twenty bucks. Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah. That's you know, be a great a great afternoon of entertainment, and you know, it's. Saturday? Correct. Saturday. So it sends you off into Saturday evening with a nice little buzz mm -hmm. and, a, and an mm -hmm. afternoon of a cool time. So, all right. Well, we love it. We can't wait. Um, did, I did want to know what was it like working with Rob Dees? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, as we said, we did a few, um, <clears throat> we did a Craig, Craigslist ads and we okay. did open calls for uh, auditions. So we wanted to find the character of Hungry Jack Gaglione. And the Gaglioni brothers are the main villains of the film, and they are twins, but they are they are complete cartoon characters. They're named after the classic San Diego sandwich shop. Right. As, oh, I wonder why. Yeah, okay. As a meta nod. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we did not find either of our Gaglione brothers. Oh. And nope. just based on the descriptions in the script, uh, I... You mean from the people that auditioned? Correct. We had did, no Gaglione. Did not find them. And I've worked with Rob Dees for years. Yeah. We've done, uh, we did Black Box Theater together. Okay. And I've heard his songs when he first started writing them. And we, I, I love the guy. Yeah. I can't, I can't get enough of him. Uh, and I'm like, he's the guy. So absolutely. I called him up and he said, absolutely. And he came down and he put on that outfit <laughs> and he brought snacks that we didn't, oh, I didn't even know where those things, every 
every take, he's putting something in his mouth. He he read the script, and he's like, Hungry Jack Aglione? Gotcha. Perfect. And he just became yeah. him in the best way. So they were so He and, and the guy, Anthony D. Theodore, who played his brother, were so good, Catherine. We actually had to write an extra scene for him. Oh, nice. We, I mean, hey, we set it up, you know, maybe they can get involved in another film with us, but they were that good that we had to have another Gaglione scene. Maybe a spin-off movie with the Gaglione brothers. That maybe you're reading our minds. <laughs> Oh my god. They great. talked to each other in character the entire time they were on oh, set. Yeah. yeah. It was I magical. Love that. We had, you know, there's like seven main characters ish, but we have a lot of like cameos. And our cameos, I mean, Sonia Palacios is the crazy cat lady, yeah. and, and the Gaglione brothers, and, and Terrence Burke is Barkley. I mean, so many people who just come in, crush a single scene, and move on. It's like right. walking in Pulp Fiction, right? Right, right, yeah. Um, what do you want to tell San Diego about your movie? We're just really excited about about having people come out with us and, and share the experience with us. You know, let's celebrate San Diego. Let's let's celebrate you know the, the locations and the places we shot at in the city yeah. and the actors who hail from the city and the bands. They're amazing San Diego bands. I think it's just a chance to to celebrate our city that we live in here. I love it. I think uh, the best films move you uh, through sight and sound. Even silent films had music and. What we've been able to put together with this collaboration, with this story, these beautiful visuals that we've captured with Yorai and Miguel Torres, and everyone coming together musically, the groups that we contacted have been so gracious and mm -hmm. so excited. Mm -hmm. And now that we can finally give it to San Diego, yeah. I just I can't wait to share it with everyone. Okay guys, we're super excited to see the movie 66 and Nowhere premiering February 4th at the Ken, 1 p.m. You can get tickets at 66andnowhere.com, also eventbrite.com. We'll see you on the 4th. I'll see you there. It's been a pleasure.